Yeah. It's time, baby. He's a very tall man who really loves tunes. Can you climb the mountain? Will you be approved? It's the Mountain Jew Review. It's the Mountain Jew Review. Welcome to the Mountain Jew Review. Facebookers, YouTubers, Mountaineers, change that if you don't like it. Today we have another great episode of the Mountain Jew Review. We have the one, the only, from 9th and Bancroft, King Crime. <laughs> what up, what up, how you doing? We, uh, I met King Crime, oh, back at Mayflowers. He did a show for Nice Enough Entertainment. It was the first time I got to see him perform live. Sir. It was a really awesome performance. Um, he's hit up probably at least eight shows since then that I can think of. Yeah, probably. Ma like, maybe more. Yeah, maybe a little bit more. You know, you were out of town there for a little bit. Yeah, Minnesota. Like, like I keep telling you guys, these out-of-town shows are important. It's one of the best ways to network, promote yourself, and make money. They are. He's, uh, right, he's right, too. Like, and I'm just a fan. I just know how it works. I mean, I got... I'm not just a local fan. I love a lot of national acts that made their way through you here too. You know, like you, you got a cool ass merch table. I'm one of the first guys over there. Like, oh shit, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're gonna dive right in. Where did you, if you don't listen to his music, then you probably don't know these answers. <laughs> if you listen to his music, I'm probably asking questions you already know. Where'd you grow up and where are you from, bro? Uh, South Omaha, man. Yeah, Another uh, SLB, my fourth yeah. one on the show. South Omaha. In the, in, 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 the, in the woods of South Omaha, to be honest. Yeah. Ninth of Bancroft. Uh, my mom lived up on 12th and Hickory. Before that, we were in the projects. Uh, 5618 South 29th Street. Yeah, just South Omaha boy, man. From South Omaha. Nice. And again... <laughs> 
You definitely hear it in his music. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> like, if you guys haven't listened to him, go stream him on Spotify. There's a bunch. Um, he actually does have a uh, new album that just dropped. It hasn't dropped yet. Not yet. No. It's dropping after this... It's dropping before this video airs, bro. <laughs> but it hasn't dropped yet, and this ain't live. It's okay. So, yes, he's had a, he's had a new CD that just dropped. So yeah, yeah, yeah. go cop that from him. It's it's nonfiction. That's what it's called. I'm pretty sure. Again, I'm gonna lie. It was a bomb ass CD release party. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hype up the future. But yeah, no doubt this video is dropping after the CD release party. So make sure you guys go check that out. It, it will be featured on the intro, so you can see it before it even hits this so if you're wondering what the hell was that from king crime that's his new album yes sir and you should know that if you're watching this yeah, unless you're, you're a time it. traveler <laughs> 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 all right um so then what got you into doing music man really it's just it was therapy you know what I, mean? I didn't really have nobody to talk to growing up like mom wouldn't listen dad wasn't there you know what i mean so like it was just you know writing to myself I used to, I started when I was 10, I started with writing stories. And then I got into the music thing when I was like 12, 13, and actually took it serious when I was about 15. Well, not serious, serious. I was still a goofball <laughs> when I was 15, but. But actually but, trying to. Yeah, trying to record to and stuff like that. Right composing. Now, right now I'm taking it serious, you know? Like, but when I was 15, I was just, just learning. The whole uh, local scene kind of thing. That's really cool, because guess what? Every artist on this show has now told you that it, it was a therapeutic means for them. So, again, guys. It, it definitely is, man. What helps you helps us. I mean, when somebody so, hears that and finds out they're not the only ones feeling that way, whether or not it's the exact same situation, just to know they don't, we don't feel alone. Right. You know, it's it's definitely. awesome. And that's, that's the best part about it, what I like about our... And, and and not a lot of guys do it intentionally. Yeah. But it subconsciously brings about good mental health awareness, and I really yeah. appreciate that and love that about this that scene. That, yeah. That, and like people may not be like, oh, I don't bring it up, but it's like, yeah. But when I listen to your music, it makes me feel good. So that's okay, yeah. guys. That's the, that's the best. <laughs> and I know too. it made you feel good. So there you go. That's the best feeling. Um, the other cool part is Septari, who was interviewed long time ago um was a story writer before he started doing it that's awesome and so yeah. i think that's kind of cool that there's there's again guys if you think you can't do it and you write stories and shit just remember it's just a changing of a few words and they're turning it into a song and and it's the same thing like it's it's really cool to hear that that somebody came from wanting to write like stories and short stories to and, and that's so cool because just like Septari and you, your songs tell stories. Yeah. They're not just, you yeah. know, oh, I'm the best. It's an actual... Yeah. there's a meaning behind it. It's an song. actual yeah. story. Yeah. Like, and that's what's cool. Um, that's how it's supposed to be. So. Then, when you were 15 and started goofing around doing it, you know, on whatever little program you had, when did you first start doing it with actual professional equipment? Man, it's hard to say, man, because, see, I'd say about 
20 years old, if you want to call it professional, you know, that was probably the first time I've actually started working with professional music, but as professional, like, really professional, probably about four years ago. Dewey Cox at Beats and Tats, man, that's like, that's like the best engineer in Omaha, in my opinion. I'm not saying everybody else it sucks. You know? That's just, that's like the ninth time somebody said that, but yeah. it, it's, and a lot of that has to do with talent. Yeah. You know, well, equipment, dedication, you know I mean? and yeah. you know, just somebody that has a good musical ear. Yeah, like, and, yeah. and that's why you shop engineers, guys, and and producers because. Well, it, and if you may like one guy the whole time, but if you're looking for a little different sound, another engineer or another producer yeah. can push you that way, and it's so that's so. So, um, this new one you have, did that? Where'd you record that one at? Uh, Dewey Cox, Beats and Tats. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> the third album. That's third album with them, man. Okay, and this yeah. will be your first run of physicals? No. No? No, no, no. Every time I get physicals, they're gone, so There's... I just put it on Spotify. So you just run out? Yeah. See that, guys? It's called merch. And if you know what you're doing, it sells itself out. And then you reinvest and come out with two and album number three, you know? That's how you do it. That's how you're able to afford Dewey Cox to get your stuff mixed, you know? This is my, actually my sixth album, though. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, third yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, third, yeah, third with Dewey, sixth, that's, sixth album altogether. That's but, what I was trying no, to... No, you're good, you're good. Trying to but, go with there. But, you know, it's it's worth a little investment to keep getting stuff that's going to get pushed because, yeah, yeah. you know, your first three probably don't sound nearly as good as your last three. No, fuck. And your first one doesn't sound as good as your sixth one. No, you know, not by any means. And it's just not only getting better as in talent wise, but it was learning to go avenues that you needed to make it sound better. Yeah, you won't show any, you know, you won't show any progress if you don't. It's really hard for me to buy the same CD six times, guys, even though the cover and the name changed. Yeah. It gets really hard sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I love it when you guys switch up your styles a little bit and just. And that's the thing. Um, the uh, show at Mayflowers. Yeah. Okay. The, I, I I don't know why I always want to call it home base, but it was it was the Mayflowers series, right? It wasn't yeah, home base. It was Mayflowers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because those went around right about the same time. Yes, sir. Um, your set, not one song sounded the same. Yeah. No. Which was awesome. Versatile. And yeah. one of the first things I noticed about when he did take the stage is, again, acknowledging the other artist goes a long way. Oh, yeah. Um, I see a lot of guys never do that, which I get it if you don't know them, but even if you don't know them. You still got to give them that props, man. You know. From artist to artist, you know, like, I mean, it's easy. At the, at, it gets easier as you, like, become more and more into it, but, like, Especially those artists who first start. You don't know if they first started. They could be like, you know, sweating the whole night, worried about the performance, and then they did good, and they just need somebody, like another artist, to be like, you know, that shit was dope. You know, because again, not every band, every fan is vocal, so right. That's right. why support from other artists for other artists is super important. Yes. Remember, um, competition is extremely important. Um, you you can think you're better than the next, but that's all subject to whoever's listening to you. Yeah. But to think that you don't need competitions, kind of, I think competition is a good thing because it keeps you, you from being stagnant. Yeah, 
I mean, if, if the competition wasn't there, people would just stay where they're at with their skills, with their the push they got. Prime example, look at WWE wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> got unwatchable for about 20 years there. Yeah. Um, so, with your new album, do you, you, you had the release show. Are you planning on any music videos for it? When, a couple of them working up. When you do those, do you do those in-house, or do you try to... I go through Dewey Cox for the videos, too. <laughs> All right. We've got Dewey Cox, man. Yes, sir. All right, all right. Um, what local influences on music did you have when you first started getting in? Like local artists? Yeah. Oh, man. Like when you first started popping into the local scene, who were some of the names that you were kind of... Young and Greedy pulled me out to the local scene. Nice. Yeah, they pulled um, me out. But, but before I even met Young and Greedy, man, I was on this, like, I, I heard King Cliff's album, but I was, like, only 14. You know what I mean? Okay. It was 14. And then, I don't know, King Cliff just... He had he had some songs that were, like, relatable, you know? And he was really doing, doing the stuff he was talking about, and... You know, it was just it, as a kid, it was a motivation for me to 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 want to like take it that way. Like if, you know, he did this, I'm gonna do this. You know what I mean? But you did it your way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. totally get that. That's awesome. And 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 see again, the, a lot of guys are like, well, I don't want to. And the important part about finding out what your local inspirations are, is so that these other local guys know that sure, even if you don't make it huge. You can inspire the next big thing. Yeah. And that is probably one of the most humble yeah. things. I say Young Greedy and King Cliff, for real. Yeah. Nice. Inspiration right there. And, uh... Young and Greedy, man, I used to be at their shows. They'd be packing them, like, like some of these, you know, like, you know, like the the, the big name artists that promoted bring here? Young oh, yeah. Young and Greedy. The National them. Acts. They were packing shows like that, you know, back in the day. I remember, um, seeing them just... Last year, I think it was last year, I'm live from Studio C from uh, Comatose's house, which I thought was dope. Yeah. Like, and yeah. again, shout out Comatose, because if it wasn't for you, half of these guys wouldn't have had anything with live from Studio C, and he let a lot. And I thought that was real cool when I seen, because young and greedy don't necessarily fit that horrorcore vibe stuff, you know. Shit, they can, though. Well, oh, <laughs> uh, they can, but I just totally didn't think that was yeah, yeah, a group sure, Comatose sure. would have brought in. But, but, don't, don't make a horror song you tell them to. Probably. But it was it was a really cool live set that they did, you know, so. Yeah. And then, what show did they play at Reverb just not too long ago? Ooh. Oh. I don't know. I go to too many of them. I can't remember. Sorry, guys. It's, it's too hard. I go to one every weekend. <laughs> but that's a good thing. Like, I'm glad we have shows every weekend here. And then, so when you booked your CD release at the Omaha Lounge, I kind of want to dive into this too because I like to poke this a little bit because some of these guys out here get told no. And they think when they're told no by certain people, that means they can't do it. And you are booked for your CD release at Omaha. Did you go about that yourself? No, I did not. Okay. How did you approach that? Uh, with 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 uh, the big homie, you know, business partner, all that stuff. You know what I mean, I approached him, asked him for help with my CD release, and he showed up like a week later. It was like, hey, bro, we got we got a couple options, and then it went from there. 
Good guys. Um, open your mouth. <laughs> right? Had he not asked, he wouldn't have got it. Yeah. That's the key thing. Like, just, just stop, open. Stop, stop acting like you got the biggest bows in the club and just, just go ask somebody for some help. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's not even really asking for help. It's asking for them you know, for like, something that you're, you're not unable you're, to do or you're not aware of. You know, yeah, like, that you yeah. don't know exists. Because yeah. again, he said he'd come back with options. Not one place, but options. Yeah. And who knows how many times he was told no on other places. But he'd come back with options. That meant he asked more than once. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the important part of the story. Don't don't let one time be that it. Like, keep asking. Keep doing it. Keep you grinding. You never know, man. You never know. And we're going to get less serious and more fun. All right. <laughs> I like to drop in what I call my dream collapse. Okay. You get three people, any genre of music. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I mean, they can be alive or dead, bro. All right. And, and, and I mean, they don't have to be singers. You can get, you know, a ba uh, Flea on the bass or Phil Collins on the drums. Maybe even Man. singing. Man, okay. This is a hard one. Yeah, Elton John. All right. Sure. Elton John for sure. Uh, Chris Calico. That shit will be hot. And then Mo3. Man, I was a big fan of Mo3 when he uh, first started booming. And for like two years, he was he was really popping. You know, like everybody. Have you ever listened to him? Uh-uh. You got to check him out, man. He, he, uh, he was gunned down in Dallas, man. That, that was a disappointing day for me. Because I mean, like... Because, uh, like, I don't know, it, it just, like, he motivated me in a different way, man. I was like, damn, who's this dude, you know? And I was like, yeah, man, this shit is hot. That's and, like, the, just the shit he was spitting with stories, you know? It wasn't just, like, just rapping about random shit. And, again, if you rap about random shit, that's cool. If you enjoy it, have fun. Some people like real stories. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, 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 yeah. You can like, rap, rap random shit all the time, and people love that too. But people love that. I'm, I'm like, not gonna lie, I'm a big fan of storytelling of, and especially the kind where you start track one and finish with track whatever, and you have to listen to the. Like for me, it's real hard to listen to you on shuffle. Okay. I have to start with track one and listen all the way through. Okay, okay. You yeah, did a real yeah. good job at layering it out where you get a whole conceptual story and not just individual stories yeah. like you just don't tell a story and there's nine storytelling songs it's an actual concept like a book or something yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty dope. dope um so then my other fun part you're stuck with one song and it's not on repeat or anything but it's anytime music plays whether it be like a commercial elevator what song is it It's a hard one, man. Uh, shit. Like something you never get tired of, right? Yeah, something that you just enjoy, no matter what. I mean, you gotta enjoy it, man. Set it off by Lil Boosie. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're on an elevator and then that music starts playing and it's <laughs> set it off by Lil Boosie, man, you just gonna be... It could be a bad day. You could be going up to work or something. You hear that song, you'll be like, yeah. Well, I'm ready to go crush these numbers on that calculator. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Just, just 
Just because of the position that you put me in, that's why I say set it off by little Boosie. No, and that's the whole point yeah, of the yeah, question. Yeah, You're not yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah. think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's awesome. I like that answer. All right. Um, I developed a new one. Nobody's seen it yet besides uh, with my Kid Corduroy episode, which actually drops five days before this. So this is a new one. You get to remove one member of a group and why? Damn. This is a crucial question, bro. Like, I mean, I don't, man, I don't know. Like any group, right? Any group, rock, rap, anything. Kit Corduroy said the drummer from Def Leppard because he has one arm. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking lost it. Fuck, man. I don't know, man. I don't... Oh, man. I don't really listen to... That gotta be that one guy that you're just like, dude, they, they could be fine without him. Okay. I mean, like Slipknot. I mean, one of the 17 dudes in Mask can go and you probably wouldn't notice. Yeah, anything. You can be one of the No Limit dudes. You can be like, Silk had to go. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Alright, let's see. Oh, yeah, man, I just had it, too. I just had this shit. Fuck. Yeah, I'm thinking too hard. Man, that's a... That's a crazy-ass question. I mean, I feel like that's a crazy-ass question, you know, because, like... <laughs> supposed to pick your brain a bit. Yeah, it's definitely picking my brain. All right, man. Oh. Can we... Does, does records count as a group? Yep. All right, so no disrespect to Pete Diddy, man, but... <laughs> back in the day, if I could remove him from... Bad Boy Records... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Diddy. <laughs> Why? I mean, yeah, he helped. He helped them all out and shit like that. But like, there wasn't one video you seen. You know what I mean? Where where P Diddy wasn't in the video, or like, you know, like he was always in the videos. I mean, you at least heard him once on the song, on anybody's song. You at least heard him talking once. You know what I mean? Like, he had to make sure he was on everything. Yeah, man. It's just like I don't know. Like you couldn't really enjoy the other artists because here it comes. No. White shirt Diddy. Diddy. Yeah. Alright, yeah. cool. No disrespect to P. Diddy, that motherfucker's a Oh, he's a genius. Yeah. I mean he's inspired yeah. a lot of people yeah. too. So that's that's the one thing about I, I hate on national acts and big acts guys, I know. But some of them guys are talented and some of them inspired you guys to do good things. Don't think yeah. I don't like them. I just don't like commercialism on music. I think right. it really ruins it. You know, I like the soul and the heart and the feeling and knowing that when I actually bought a CD from somebody, they enjoyed it, yeah. not the fucking Columbia House Records. Sure, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, know. that's that's the greatest feeling ever. And talking about feelings, describe what you want to do. Final question, wrapping up the interview. With your music, what do you want to do with it? Seven words or less. Doesn't have to be a complete sentence, just seven words. Sure, I got I got a couple things. Definitely, I don't gotta be famous. I just wanna be able to pay the bills off of it. You know what I mean? Actually do something that I wanna do with my life. You know? 
and be able to, you know, not have to go. You get it, you know, and then shit help help some people out. I really wanted to start a group home, and oh, shit, music takes me to the right place. I'm gonna. You know? That's really respectable. Because yeah, I've been in multiple group homes, and I feel like if you have staffs who've been in that situation in a group home, it would help better than to have people who've never been in that situation being staffs in the group home and shit like that. So you know what that means? Go yeah. run his fucking numbers up. Go yeah. buy his birds. Let, let's get him blown up. Yeah. Like, some of you motherfuckers want a goddamn car and a chain and nice oh, shit. This dude wants to help other people. The group home, man. You know? He's the guy that when he reaches the mountaintop, reaches back with both hands and pulls people up. Shit. You know? This is why you support people like Crime. King Crime, with that, I want to sincerely thank you for stopping by the Mountain Dew Review. It's been an absolute pleasure sitting here hanging out with you, learning about you. I hope you guys really go run up this new album you got dropping. Keep your eyes peeled for Dewey Cox dropping some fucking fire-ass videos with our man King Crime. And since he's been on the Mountain Dew Review... He's officially Tramp Stamp approved. Hell yeah, man.